At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is the New York City Cast with Will Hill. Presented by Bet Rivers. Welcome to the New York City Cast. Presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. A Thursday show for you. Jeff Parles, VEASAN host, VEASAN producer, will join us. We'll talk Rangers, Game 5, their season pretty much on the line tonight. We'll talk some Mets, Yankees, Futures, maybe some NFL. So looking forward to talking to Jeff. And uh, I guess the NHL, even though there was no game last night, is where we have to start because, like I said, the Rangers, uh, I think, are playing for their season tonight. I just can't imagine a scenario where they lose tonight. They lose three in a row, down three to two. Now, look, it's sports. It's hockey. Anything can happen. You have to throw that caveat in there. But I just can't see a scenario where the Rangers – are down three games to two, going to Tampa, and, and after losing tonight and, and win game six in Tampa and force a game seven, that would be far-fetched for me. That would be a stretch. I don't see that happening. So home ice is held up in this series. Home team's 4-0. Home ice is really held up in these playoffs uh, a lot a lot more than it does usually in the NHL. I think it's the first time in, I don't know, 20, 30 years that the first four games in the conference finals have all won by the home team in a series. Um, I'll get that stat in a minute because it's interesting. It's just it doesn't matter as much as it does in the other sports. Now baseball doesn't matter as much, but basketball uh, we've seen it not matter quite as much as it does in typical years this year. But usually home ice really doesn't mean anything in, in the NHL compared to you know football it matters, basketball it matters, baseball like I said matters a little less. But uh, the home ice has been a huge factor. Like I said, four and zero in this series. Uh, it wasn't until Game Seven where. Home ice was broken in Carolina, New York in the last series. Home teams won the first six games. Home teams did well in the Pittsburgh Rangers series. And the Rangers have won eight in a row here at home. So 
that's what you have going for you because you've been outplayed thoroughly outplayed here for the past, you know, four and a half, five periods if you're the Rangers going back to, boy, it doesn't seem that long ago, but in, in a ways, it's a while ago, Sunday, middle of the afternoon, you're up 2 nothing in the series, you're up two goals to none in game three, and you're thinking sweep, you're thinking Stanley Cup finals, when's game one against Colorado, this thing is over, and now you hear your best out of three. You're an underdog here at Bet Rivers, a pretty sizable underdog for the game, for the series. I'll pull up uh, both the game and the series price at Bet Rivers. Tampa favored, well, minus 125 tonight for the Lightning. So small favorite for the Rangers, plus 105. Total 5.5, unders minus 140. But a pretty significant seri- uh, pretty significant underdog for the series. Lightning minus $1.70 to win the series and go to the Stanley Cup for the third straight year. And try to win a cup final for the third straight year and look i'm rooting for the rangers i have futures on the rangers i'm dying for the rangers to win this game and win this series uh and, and i don't care about for the betterment of hockey but for the betterment of hockey lightning avalanche would be a hell of a series now getting the rangers in there from a rating standpoint from an interest standpoint especially locally is great i'm rooting for the rangers but lightning avalanche just from a, a pure you know evenly matched competitive standpoint the, the favorite this year is the avalanche the lightning are the two-time defending champ lightning avalanche would be a really fun competitive series but uh, look, I'm sure you're listening. You want no part of it unless you're like an Islanders fan and you're rooting against the Rangers. I want no part of it. I'm hoping the Rangers win tonight. Like I said, I don't expect them to win game six. I think these teams split the next two. And we have a game seven Tuesday night for a chance to go to the Stanley Cup Finals, which would be a lot of fun. I haven't looked yet when the Stanley Cup Finals starts. I wonder if that's dependent on if we get a game seven or not, because obviously this is going six. There's a chance it goes seven. So if it goes six first going seven, does that start? Does that affect when the start of the cup final is that? I'm not sure, but uh, sometime next week, I would think next Thursday or so, I wouldn't think they'd start game one on a Friday. So probably next Thursday, which would only give the Rangers one day rest if they were able to win the, the cup final or win the, the conference final in game seven. It would give whoever wins game seven only one day's rest. So maybe they start next Thursday, Friday or Saturday, something like that. But next week uh, you'll get game one avalanche versus one of these teams. So, Let's hope it's the Rangers. I, I do think they win tonight. Like I said, I do think they get a split tonight, a uh, split over the next two. I think home ice prevails. I think home ice prevails throughout. I think the Rangers have been really good at home, and I think uh, the Lightning, that's obviously a raucous home crowd. So uh, should be a fun one tonight. The Rangers season hangs in the balance, and I was looking at Consmite odds here at Bet Rivers. If you like the Rangers tonight, you know what? You can take the Rangers to uh, to win the game, to win the series. If you want to get a little frisky, not only to, you can take the Rangers to win the whole thing, but Shesterskin is 8-1 to one to win the Smythe. I can't see a scenario where the Rangers win the title. The Rangers win the cup here, and Shesterskin isn't the isn't the Smythe. He's been the story. You know, the, the team is built around him. If they win, it'll be because of him. I, I would think plus 800 on him is a pretty good bet there uh, at Bet Rivers as we're going through these odds. Makar is the favorite. Uh, and you can check these out. Of course, download the Bet Rivers app. Go to betrivers.com. So there's definitely ways to get around it. I, I don't know if Colorado won it. I, I think you could go McCarr or McKinnon. I don't think it's as uh, set in stone as if the Rangers won it. So that's the hockey big game tonight. Season on the line. Now look, they could lose. They could lose tonight, and it's hockey. You know, anything can happen. You can come out and you know win four nothing in Tampa and shock everybody. It, it would it would shock me, but it's not impossible. So I do think we'll get a split over these next two and i think we'll get a game seven i hope we get a game seven tuesday night in the garden chance to go to the cup final so uh check that out out check that out betrivers.com looking at the bet river specials here nhl lightning to score in all three periods is plus 250 
Both the Rangers and Lightning to score in the first period tonight is plus 225. Uh, of course, those are the specials boosted up at Bet Rivers. What else do they have here? Stanton to record an extra base hit for the Twins. Yes, is minus 106. Uh, so go to betrivers.com and check those out. Baseball last night, both teams lose. We haven't said that too much this year. Both both New York teams lose. Yanks were due for one. Yanks were due for, you know, Cortez was, was bound to get hit around at some point. Stanton did a bad job at the outfield. Uh, yeah, you're due for one. You're not going to win them all. They haven't lost in a week and a half. They haven't lost since Sunday. Memorial Day weekend was the last time they lost. So they haven't played every day, but what they win seven in a row. So they were due to lose. Uh, Mets lose two out of three to the Padres. They are off tonight. Um, you know, with Marte hurt, Alonzo hurt, the pitchers hurt, you'd be a little nervous here. This lead's going to tighten up. A little nervous. Maybe if you bet the Mets uh, earlier in the year at plus money or even money, maybe buy a little back on Atlanta to cover yourself because Atlanta plays the Pirates for four this weekend. Atlanta's started to play well here. And look, I know the Mets are deeper. They're better. They're going to get some reinforcements, whether it's DeGrom back, Scherzer back, some trades at the deadline. They're going to they're gonna look like a different team in you know, a month, six, six weeks from now. They're going to look like a different team with everyone they have back, hopefully. And they're going to make a couple of trades. I think they'll be very aggressive. But uh, it, it's sort of... A situation where look it's 162 games it's not going to be smooth sailing with throughout and uh you don't want to let atlanta back in the race you don't want to be in a scenario here where this lead it felt like you've been up for seven games basically since opening day it just feels like they've been in first place by six seven games since you know the first week of april since that first series against washington and they've just they got a big lead and they've held on to it you don't want to let atlanta back in the mix here you have a bunch of games against atlanta in the second half so you don't want to be in a scenario here where you're playing them sometime in August and you got a three or four game lead and they can sweep you and take the lead in the division or they can sweep you and, you know, tie in the division. You don't want that to happen. But, uh, you know, the Mets off today, Angels this week, and Angels have played terribly. But again, you can look at that and say, hey, the Angels have played terribly. It's a good time to play them. Or you could say, hey, they've lost 14 in a row. They're going to win at some point. Maybe it's a bad time to play them. Maybe they're, they're due to play a little better. So. Uh, futures here at Bet Rivers, Dodgers plus 350, Yankees plus 600, Mets uh, and Astros both plus 800, Blue Jays 10 to 1, Brewers are also 10 to 1, Braves 16 to 1, Padres 17 to 1, Rays 18 to 1, White Sox 20 to 1, Cardinals 23 to 1, Giants 25 to 1, Angels 25 to 1, as are the Twins, Phillies 40 to 1, Red Sox 50 to 1. I remember saying a couple weeks ago, I, I, as much as I hate to say it and I can't stand them, the Red Sox I think were 60, 70 to 1, maybe even 80 to 1, and they're like, hey, just in, in terms of the value of the number and how much seasons left the Red Sox at whatever that price was, 80 to 1 is not bad. Even 50 to 1 is not awful. Uh, they've played much better here. They might be buyers at the deadline as opposed to sellers. And hey, they were they were up 2 1 in the ALCS last year. They won a championship a few years ago. This is a, they, you know, they have a good manager. They've got a really good lineup. So it's not a terrible bet. Boston at 50 to 1. So that's the baseball. Yankees tonight. Cole against Bundy. Cole is oh, minus 210. At Bet Rivers here, as I'm pulling up the odds, totals probably low. I, I'm okay with betting the Yankees here. If you want what you could do, and yes, Yankees minus 210, total 7.5. You could bet Yankees money line, parlay that with Celtics money line for game four tomorrow. Because I just think watching that game, I don't know that the Warriors... First of all, Curry's banged up now. And you could say it's nothing, maybe it is. But even if he's 90%, I don't know that... Uh, that Golden State can win in Boston if Curry's anything less than 100%. And even if he's 100%, I don't know if Golden State can win there because Boston's just bigger, they're more athletic, they're stronger, they're younger. And if you're just picking sides, playground style, Curry's the first pick. After that, 
it's Tatum, it's Brown, it's Robert Williams, who's, you know, one day he's healthy, one day he's not. It's crazy. But it's, you know, Smart and Horford. It, Clay is not himself. I know he had some shots last night and he looked better, but Clay is not himself. You know, his old self. I think this is this is himself now. You know, he's just not the player he was pre-injury. Draymond gives you nothing on offense. I mean, Draymond has a lot to say about everything. Draymond does nothing offensively. And, you know, people are going to put Draymond in the Hall of Fame, and I'm sure he'll get there. You know, he's won championships, versatile player, important player, good passer, good defender, great defender. But we saw what it looked like when Draymond's your best player. When Curry was hurt, when when Clay was hurt, we saw what that looks like when Draymond's your best player. So the, I just don't know that the Warriors have enough here uh, to come back and win a championship. Now they're only down two one. If they win tomorrow, it's two two, and they got best. They got you know home for five, home for seven. They got a good chance to win the series. But I do think Boston's going to be holding up the trophy here in the next week. So parlay Yankees minus two ten with the Celtics, who are minus one sixty at Bet Rivers. About three and a half point favorites, total 215 for game four in the NBA Finals. A Yankees Celtics money line parlay to me is a uh, a pretty good bet. If you want to get a little adventurous and even throw the Braves in here, Freed pitching against the Pirates, Braves minus 220. Can't see the Pirates who are, are not a good team. Uh, if you want to go Yankees, Braves, Celtics, you get plus like 160 on the money line, plus 170 on the money line for that parlay. So that might not be a bad bet. Yankees, Celtics, money line parlay. I throw the Yankees in some of your money line parlays. They should bounce back. I wouldn't think they'd lose two in a row to Minnesota. Coles pitched really well since the first three or so starts of the season. So uh, I think the Yankees will bounce back tonight. Again, they got a, uh, the Cubbies this weekend. Then a pretty interesting stretch a week or so down the road here where they get a bunch of Rays, bunch of Jays, back-to-back series, 10 games or so against those two teams, which will be a situation where um, you know, they either they play poorly and they let those teams back in the mix or they play well and they really put this race uh, in the rearview mirror for those teams. And they put those teams um, so not, not away, but they definitely can have a chance to, to put some major distance between themselves and Tampa and Toronto over the next two weeks or so. So that's the Yankees plus 600 at Bet Rivers to win a title. Uh, again, I like them tonight. Parlay them with the Braves, the Celtics, both of them. Uh, I think you're in good shape with both of those. But coming up next, Jeff Parles. We'll talk some Mets. Can they survive these injuries? We'll talk Rangers, Game 5, uh, maybe some NFL bets, as that's right around the corner now. So looking forward to talking Jeff. I know he's got some interesting thoughts on all of those things. That is next. This is the New York City Cast presented by Bet River Sportsbook. Bet River Sportsbook is offering new customers a deposit match up to $250 when you sign up today. In addition to their welcome bonus, Bet Rivers has daily and ongoing promotions that can provide extra value. Download the Bet Rivers app or go to betrivers.com today to sign up. Must be 21 or older, available in New York only. Void where prohibited. Gambling problem? Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. All right, we are back. New York City cast, Bet River Sportsbook. And he is back. He is a host for VEASAN, producer, uh, Mets fan, Jets fan, a tortured Mets and Jets fan. It is Jeff Parles. Jeff, what's up, man? Thanks for coming back. And I don't know if I've asked you before. Are you a, are you a Knicks and a Rangers fan as well? No. So uh, my basketball allegiance, growing up on the New Jersey side, we had season tickets when the Nets made their two finals. But then... I went went away for college. The Nets moved to Brooklyn, so that kind of passed. That kind of worked its way out. And then hockey wise, I, I grew up a Devils fan. My dad was a big Islanders fan growing up, so the Rangers were public enemy number one. So 
Uh, so basically, the one New York team I truly cannot stand is the Rangers. So even though this group is a little bit more likable than past groups that they've had for me. It's a good place to start because I said it Sunday after they lost. Look, it's the way they lost that bothered me because I wasn't expecting to go in there and win game three up 2 nothing. I wasn't expecting a sweep, but hey, expectations have a way of readjusting. And when you're up 2 nothing in the game, when you're up 2-1 in the third, you're well, you're so close. If you score the next goal, once you're up 2 nothing, if you score the next goal, you're up 3 nothing. you're going to the cup finals. I mean, let's just break it down like that. And to let a team back off the mat, especially a championship team like Tampa, it concerned me. They got run off the ice Tuesday night. We got a best of three now. Rangers have five at home tonight. They've got a potential seven at home. Uh, where you're at with this series and this game tonight? I'm staying off tonight. I, it really feels like, Will, that – the Rangers had to get game three the way it played out. And if you put the hammer down, and I understand it's not like the NBA where if you go up three games to none, you can't lose. In the NHL, you have you, we have seen, especially teams recently too, come back from 3-0 down. I think the Kings are the most recent to do it when they were down 3-0 against Anaheim, came back one and ended up winning the Cup that year in 2014. But it just felt like they let the lightning off the hook. And now the injuries are piling up. It was the injuries on the Tampa side that were piling up early going into this series. Now they're piling up on the Rangers side. And it, it just may be too much to overcome unless if Shesterkin just is the Vesna winner that he's been was the whole regular season. He's going to have to really stand on his head these next, really two out of the next three games. The Rangers still have home ice. But I, I expect Tampa to win this series. I would not be shocked if Tampa wins tonight, wins game six. It's a backdoor six-game series for Tampa. And then they line up against Colorado, where if it's Tampa and Colorado, it is almost an automatic bet on the Lightning. And even with the talent that Colorado has, I'll take the better goalie. And this could work for the Rangers, too. Regardless of who wins this Eastern series, even with Kemper likely coming back, Shesterkin and Vasilevsky, both more trustworthy than Darcy Kemper. So uh, there'll be an opportunity for ever win this series, but for the Rangers, I think they blew their opportunity by losing game three up a goal. Yeah, here's what makes you feel better uh, if you're the Rangers. Here's what kind of solves a lot of problems. Score first tonight. If you yeah. score first tonight, because if you fall behind one nothing, oh my God, we blew this series, we blew this game, we got to head for Tampa for game six. And I don't think they're winning in Tampa game six regardless whether they win tonight, lose tonight. I think Tampa's going to win game six. So I think the Rangers need to win this game to keep their season alive. But hey, you score first tonight, you start to feel a lot better. Hey, you know what? Uh, it's closer to being up 2 nothing. Once you get a two-goal lead, you feel pretty good. So, you know, score first tonight, and that kind of erases the bad taste of these last couple games. No argument for me, Will. And, I, and again, I, sometimes you keep, keep, keep it simple stupid is always something that, that really uh, plays out in a situation like this. Yeah, if you get a one goal, you get a lead with the better goalie, even though, again, I trust Vasilevsky more in a playoff situation. But Shesterkin was better the whole regular season than Andre Vasilevsky. So uh, I, it just it, one of those where if the Rangers do a get, out, get up early, obviously you're, you're playing from ahead. It's much easier to play. Any feel on the total here? Five and a half. These games have right. all been under. It's right. Yeah. It's right. Wouldn't shock me if we finally get a 4-2, uh, but five and a half is right. I had no play for me there. Yeah, because the first one went over. That's when Tampa was rusty, let up all those goals about a week ago. And then every game's been 3-2, 4-1. Yeah, they, they've been either 3-2 or 4-1, so they've all stayed the under five and a half since then. Um, as the series goes on, if it got to a game seven, would you feel better about the Rangers necessarily, or you just think – 
you know what, one way or another, Tampa's going to win this game uh, or win this series. Even if, if if the Rangers won tonight, who would you like in this series? Would you still? I would Tampa? still. I would then definitely take a shot on Tampa the plus price if they okay. if, if the Rangers retake the lead. But look, Will, if it's a game seven at home, you got to get that. They, you got to give the Rangers probably better than what the betting markets will want to give you on that game, uh, a better chance. So you probably would be a, a bet on New York if they get to a game seven, but we'll see. We'll see. If someone likes the Rangers right now, and I, I think I, I think they're coin flip to win the series. I think I picked them in seven. I hope it goes seven so I can take Tampa and hedge my bet. Um, I got them plus 650, so I'm really hoping for a seventh game. So maybe that's why I like – maybe I will like the Rangers tonight. I'm convincing myself. Uh, but if you do like the Rangers, is there a way to get at this with future? They're plus 650 here at Bet Rivers to win the Cup. Shesterkin plus 800 to win the Smythe. Is there a scenario where the Rangers win the Cup and, and, and Shesterkin doesn't get it? Could you just use Shesterkin sort of as a proxy for the Rangers? Say, you know what, I kind of like the Rangers tonight. Maybe going forward, Shesterkin 8-1, to one, you take a shot there? I think I'd rather have the Rangers. Just in okay. case, like more than likely than not, in order to beat Colorado, let's say the Rangers win this series. In order to beat Colorado, it would be because Shesterkin has a huge series. So right. you're probably right, but since the since it's only about a dollar difference, will I think I'd rather have the six fifty than the eight. Right, uh, and you you kind of preview the final. If it's Colorado, let's just take it either way. You give both these teams a chance, obviously. Uh, how yeah, will the I'll, Rangers match up? Yeah, yeah give them a chance. I, 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 if it's Colorado and the Rangers, I expect Colorado to win, and probably in six. If okay. it's the Lightning, look at you're dealing with a team that finally has gotten over the hump and finally is in the final against a team that is back-to-back champions and have gone from the team you never trusted to the team you trust to win every big game. So it just it's a great contrast. Those. Yeah, great well, again, it, it, well, we kind of talked about this with in the NBA playoffs with Milwaukee, even though it didn't work out. It kind of works like a team that had, had always you never trusted through the through the years in the playoffs. Once they get over the top and finally yeah. win, it's, it's almost a Red Sox theory where the Red Sox didn't win win for almost 90 years. And then all of a sudden, after coming back 3-0 against the Yankees in 4 sweeping the Cardinals, the Red Sox were the team for the next 12 years. You trusted probably more than any team in baseball to win a big game. So it is funny how it just like, historically speaking, one thing finally goes your way. You finally break through, win a title. You can go from perennial loser to the most trusted team there is in the sport. And that's kind of what's happened with Tampa, where, of course, in 2019, President's Trophy winners embarrassed and swept out and beaten down by a Blue Jacket team that wasn't any good. Now, three years later, without home ice, they're a correct favorite in a conference final. Yeah, it's funny. The Milwaukee Bucks, they're choking losers. They lose the one seed. They lose in the bubble. All of a sudden, Durant's toes on the line. They win a championship. It's like, oh, it's the Bucks. We trust them completely. And I'm guilty right. of it, too. I, You know, it's just – it's uh, and the coach, same thing goes for the coach. Nobody trusts, trusts booting holes, or maybe you still shouldn't trust them. But, yeah, I it's funny how – uh, I still don't either. <laughs> I still don't either. I think we probably were right on him all along. It's funny. If Durant's foot wasn't on the line, he, you know, he's out of a job. He's probably on NBA countdown. Now he's you know gets a long extension. He's a championship coach forever. It's just funny how that works. Well, and it's funny, too, because I was actually having this conversation with – uh with one of my friends who uh, used to uh, used to work with with with, uh, with an NBA team, and basically it, these last two postseasons and really the legacy of potentially two of multiple teams, not potentially, definitely legacy of multiple teams, as as unfortunate it is, come down to injury, because 
if last year, if Kyrie Irving stays healthy or forget that, even if he gets hurt and Harden is 60% as opposed to 12 or whatever he was, Brooklyn probably wins the NBA title last year. Now I don't want to play the what if game this year, but if Middleton stays healthy, are we really expecting Milwaukee to lose a seven game series to Boston, especially when it went seven without him there? It could be, it could have been very simple where it was Brooklyn wins their title in the year. They probably were supposed to where it looks like the window is closing very quickly where they had to get it done in 20 in 2021. And then Milwaukee's championship is just pushed back a year. And now we see Boston who in a series against the Warriors, they've looked like the better team in this series. They look better. They're younger. They're more athletic. They're better defensively. And now with the injury question to Curry, the Celtics aren't a proper big favorite to win the NBA title. And, Quite frankly, I think the home team is going to win the next few games, and it's going to be Boston, which, again, we talked about it this morning on a numbers game. Well, crazy just how Boston went from totally dead in January to potentially the NBA champions a few months later. Yeah, I guess before we get to the baseball, you, you pretty much gave your thoughts there, but I think Boston, one way or another, is holding up the trophy in the next week, whether it's in five, six. I don't think we'll get a seventh game here. I was kind of hoping for a seventh game just because, look, th these playoffs have been so – anticlimactic that a game seven with curry versus the celtics it would be a lot of fun i just don't know you know what it reminds me of i wish i pointed this out on the show i wish i made this comparison this series reminds me a little bit of the super bowl with mahomes versus tampa bay where it's just it's one guy versus a whole team and it's just they're swarming them and it's just he doesn't really have enough help around him. i know clay hit a bunch of shots last night but boy draymond just gives you nothing uh, pool's good on offense but he's bad on defense it just seems like boston's bigger younger more athletic feels like boston one way or another, here's going to win a championship. Now, if you're Golden State, hey, we just need one win to, on the road, and now we have home court, and we kind of control this thing. Uh, and the report on Curry, I guess, from Shams is pretty good. If it, you know, if it's true, if it's not gamesmanship that he doesn't need an MRI, they've avoided worst case scenario. He's going to be at practice, so at least you're going to be getting a healthy, healthy Curry. And who knows, him and him and Clay hit 15 threes tomorrow. You can win, but just feels like one way or another, Boston's holding up the trophy here. Yeah, look, again, if, if Golden State wins tomorrow, then it's a whole different ballgame because then Golden State gets home court back. And I, look, let's face it, if it wasn't for a 40-point barrage in the fourth quarter of game one, we're looking at 2-1 in this series with home court holding serve and saying, all right, can Boston win game five in, in San Francisco? Instead, they take game one because of that wild fourth quarter. And now it's like, all right, can Golden State win either game four or game six in Boston? I think the answer is no. Yeah, I agree with you. And I liked Boston going in last night, and they just jumped all over Golden State. They had a huge lead. But Golden State, the patented third quarter, Curry has the seven-point possession where the foul, the flagrant. And all of a sudden, the Warriors, I think, had the lead for a second. Like, oh, my God, they the did. Warriors. Gonna, did you think the Warriors were going to steal that game when they when they jumped ahead? No, I thought they were going to lose a tight game. I thought that was going to be one where my in-game numbers looked pretty good. And, of course, everything got squashed in the end with thanks to an 11-point fourth. Yeah. But, I look, I, I – but I, I, you got to give Boston a lot of credit. They at every turn in this postseason, whenever they've lost the game, they come back and want to cover the following game. And their team defense is just so damn good, Will. And, it, and it's in an era where we've seen great individual defense in the NBA. We don't see a lot of unit defense like this. And the and, and the Boston de defensive unit has been phenomenal this whole postseason, except for a few select spots. Another comparison I made on Lombardi line was this series to the 04 finals Lakers Pistons, where people look at the people looked at the Lakers, and say, you know what, this team's won championships, they're going to win this series, and 
Uh, I think, you know, this isn't obviously a prototypical Golden State. This isn't even the 2015 or 16 pre-Durant teams. It's just, it's not that type of team. Those teams were deep. Those teams were good. Uh, and it's just not that type of team. So I, I think Boston probably probably wins a championship. Let's uh, let's move on to baseball here. Your Mets, are you worried? Do you think the no. Braves? You're not. Okay. No, I'm not. Because here's what I'll say, Will. The schedule is difficult, and they're getting the Angels at either the right or the wrong time because That's at some point the Angels <laughs> have to win a baseball game again. <laughs> and they are the, – the, the, the Mets are obviously – well, when you saw that pitch hit Alonzo's hand, you're thinking, oh, no. He broke he broke he broke one of those little bones in his hand. There go all my MVP tickets on him. There go there goes the scenario where the Mets have this big lead and they, all of a sudden by the time he gets back six weeks later it could be down to like one or two games. They get the good news. He's fine. He's going to miss a few days. Marte they could survive a Marte absence for an IL stint, but they could not survive an elongated Alonzo out stint. They just can't because the drop off to him. From him to Dom Smith or J.D. Davis is gigantic this year. That's how good Alonzo has been. But in the end here, well, I think the biggest thing more than anything is every turn the Mets have been able to handle whatever's been thrown at them this year. They've, they they are 17 games over 500. Jacob DeGrom has not thrown a pitch. Max Scherzer's been out for multiple weeks now. And Chris Bassett's, Chris Bassett's been terrible since Scherzer yes. got hurt. So they have been able to withstand their three best pitchers going into the year, and they're still 17 games over uh, over 500. Carrasco has been awesome. Th th this is the Carrasco we saw in Cleveland. Last year was clearly – he was hurt. He wasn't healthy. He He's the guy who was in Cleveland. And they get McGill back after only missing three weeks, which all things considered, you take that. You thought right, that could have been very easily a six-week deal. He's back pitching tomorrow in Anaheim. So – I, I think they're fine. The one thing that this hot streak for Atlanta has done for me, though, Will, is it has made me think, all right, I thought the whole way through, you more than likely this year in the NL, and again, it's hard to say because it's so important to get the buys now, you might be better off getting the two seed than the one seed, where the one seed would likely have to play a combination of the Padres or the Giants, where... The two seed would play the winner in the central versus the six seed, which would likely be the weakest wild card. Now that may have my thinking a little bit different because if you're, if Atlanta's in that six hole, Atlanta's going to be, if, if Atlanta gets a six seed and they're playing the NL central champion, they, I would bet them in that series, despite being on the road for three straight games, I would bet the Braves because they have enough frontline starting pitching and they have a super legit superstar in Acuna. But I think more than anything, I think the Mets are fine as long as as long as they keep this lead at four or more, they're fine. But the Braves are not. The Braves are better. The Braves are going to end up being a better regular season team this year than they were last year, despite winning the World Series. So yeah, if you want, if you think that means bet the Braves now, I don't hate it. But I think the Mets are going to be fine. They're going to win the division still, and they're going to be one of the top two teams in the NL, awaiting whoever wins those wild card series. Yeah, this new uh, this extra team in the brackets. Now, do they reseed? If you're the sixth, do you play the one? If you're the no, final seed, or you it's just bracketed? Okay. Six v three winner gets that. the two, and the five four gets the one. So now, why do they do that? Because uh, Manfred, man, like come on, that's the only that's the only answer I got for you. It's insane though, because if you rebracketed here, 
and the six beats the three, like if you're the Dodgers, like let's say it's Milwaukee versus St. Louis in the six three, I would much rather, no disrespect to either of those teams, I'd much rather play the Cardinals or Milwaukee, whoever gets the six out of those two teams, um, than San Diego or, or, or the Giants or Atlanta. Even though I will say, I think in a short series, the Padres are a team that the Mets match up well with. I know they just got beat up in, in the last two games in San Diego, but when Scherzer and DeGrom are back, I think the Mets match up great with San Diego in a five-game series. That would be the one team I'd probably like to see the most, even more than Mil- even more than Milwaukee because they have the front-line starters, more than the Cardinals because the Cardinals just are impossible to deal with, and the Giants, who I just don't think are any good. So I think they're just with the Giants – the Giants are probably heading towards being an 88-win team despite having a roster that I think is kind of Tampa Bay Ray in at this point. Yeah. Uh, who would you want at the deadline? Any? I mean, obviously, they're going to frame it Relievers. as they get to ground. Yeah. You need that, eight, that eighth inning is an issue. Yeah, they, they really need bullpen help. Diaz has been great. Lugo's been, even though his numbers aren't terrible, has been a mess. Uh, in big spots. Drew Smith is fine, but you really want to go to the well with him. The one thing I will say, though, Will, when you get to the playoffs, the one advantage that the Mets have, assuming everyone is healthy, and that's obviously you, Jim, if everyone is healthy, you can put McGill in the bullpen. You can put put, uh, Peterson out there if you want. You can put Walker out there. You're going to be able to put your starters out there because more than likely, if I were doing the less if they acquire a starter to deadline, which I don't foresee, you're going to have DeGrom, Scherzer, Bassett, and Carrasco as your one through four. Or, or, I mean, look, even if you wanted to put Bassett out of the bullpen, you could. So you're going to get help that way. But it just makes sense to get a traditional eighth-inning guy. I mean, look, in 2015, they picked up Clippard. It's not like Clippard was particularly good down the stretch that year. But having a guy like that in your bullpen definitely helps you in the long run. So... You're going to want to pick up some a guy who can you you can go in the eighth inning you can trust. Diaz is rock solid, even though he has a little bit of Armando Benitez in him, which scares me in big games. Uh, but that's the biggest thing. And and it's hard to acquire a catcher midseason. It would definitely help if they could get a catcher. I wouldn't just give up a lot though blindly for Wilson Contreras, who seems to be the best catcher on the board that's going to be available via trade. Do you think Alvarez, the big-time catching prospect, do you think he's off the table? I wouldn't trade him. Okay. I wouldn't. I mean, that's just me, but who knows? Who knows? It depends on how must-win this year are they. I, I, I think you probably have to – I don't think you have to treat it necessarily as a must-win, but it's pretty damn close, especially if, God forbid, the Grom doesn't come back after this year. I mean, what if he leaves in free agency? And then How all good do you sudden, feel about DeGrom coming back here on, on track I feel on pretty, time? I, I feel pretty good about it because that kind of feels like a situation where Cohen will say, Jacob, whatever the hell you want, I'll pay. I, oh, I, I, meant, just, I, meant the, I meant the injury, too. The oh, injury this season. Be, I think he's, he's going to, whenever he's healthy, he's going to look like himself. There's no reason not to think that. I, I, I think he'll be just fine. I, maybe he's not quite as dominant right away, but I, I, I would expect him to be – the best pitcher in baseball as soon as he comes back again. No reason. I'm more to think worried he about be. getting him onto the mound. Once he's on the mound, I'll be I'll be fine. I don't worry about him once he's on the mound. I worry about him getting to. I mean, look, it's. I think he's going to get there by year. July. Will I you really think so? Don't. Yeah, I, I again, I, I'm cautiously op- optimistic with him, but I think by the by the by uh, probably after the All Star break, if you're the Mets, 
as long as you have this big lead in the division, six, seven games at least, there's no reason to rush him. Why would you rush him? No, and I don't think you can. Yeah, I don't think you can call it rushing at this point. I mean, it's been a year since he's pitched, but I know I know exactly what you mean. I just, as someone who has Mets futures tickets, I don't want that six or that six or seven can turn to three pretty quickly. Then all of a sudden it's three. There's a lot of time left. You play the Braves head to head a lot, but uh, I totally agree. You don't rush these guys back, but you'd like to see him sooner rather than later. I guess he threw a bullpen last week, so he still got rehab starts. He still got a lot ahead of him, but uh, hopefully they get him back. I think he'll come back. I really do. And Scherzer's what? I mean, Scherzer's already been out a month or so, so Scherzer can't be too far from coming back to another. I know his his was what six to eight weeks, so he's got to be around the corner as well, right? Yeah, I, they, they, I would expect both of these guys to be back by the trade deadline. Well, yeah, that's still uh, we still got a good six weeks to sort of navigate it though. And, and the Braves play the Pirates this week, like you said, the Mets schedule uh, is getting tougher here. A lot of Astros, a lot of you know, like you said, the Angels. The Brewers, but uh, still in good shape. Still in good shape. Uh, Yankees, they run away with the division uh, on September 1st. Is this an eight-game lead? Is this a, a three-game lead? Does somebody get back in the mix, or are they going to run and hide here in the AL East? I expect them to be comfortable. They may get tight. We might see a three-game lead at some point because more so than Tampa, Toronto will. They were so bad with runners in scoring position early in the year. Now they're hitting with runners in scoring position, and lo and behold, when they hit with runners in scoring position, good things happen. So... Uh, they're they're about where I would expect them to be. Uh, but I think the Yankees, in the end, as long as they stay healthy, and that's the biggest thing, their health has been pretty damn good, all things considered here. And if Aaron Judge can play as close to a 162-game season as he can, then the Yankees are going to win this division and get the one seed in the American League. Now, they're the team that's probably hurt the most by the non-receding. Whoever gets the one in the AL is going to really be, really, in all honesty, that's the worst draw. That's actually a worse draw than the two. I'd rather give up the home field in the, in the ALCS than have to play either Toronto and Tampa in the best of five. Even though if I'm the Yankees, you're hoping Tampa, or excuse me, Toronto beats Tampa because I think the Yankees match up great with the Blue Jays because the Yankees pitching should be able to neutralize the Blue Jays offense. And, and look, I understand the Blue Jays have three very good starting pitchers when Barrios is right. But the Yankees are better than them. So I, if I'm the Yankees, that's the team I'm going to see in October. But in the end, I expect them to win the division. I expect them to get the one seed. We'll see what happens. A Houston Yankee ALCS would really be nutso this year, Will. It would really be, be bananas if we got that. I mean, let's just call it in right now. Yankees, Astros, ALCS, Mets, Dodgers, NLCS. Let the chips fall where they may. That Sign would be great for baseball. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I can't even wait. That would be so good. October, we have football season back. We have those two series. I mean, that would just be so much fun. It'd be a lot of buzz, too, just to have the Yankees and the Mets deep into the playoffs because the Mets have had their couple runs. The Yankees, they're in the playoffs you know, consistently, but they have you know, been to a World Series here in 11 years. It'd be, uh, it'd be a lot of fun to have both these teams with a deep run here in a few months. Will, if, if you ended up basically in that scenario, you're ending up with either, let's say the Yankees win the AL. If it's Mets-Dodgers in the, in the NL side, you're either ending up with a classic matchup of Yankees-Dodgers, which we haven't seen that since the early 80s, which is kind of amazing. And then the Mets-Yankees, which, of course, we saw in 2000. Yankees win that series in five. If Benitez doesn't blow game one, that series could look totally different. Uh, but no, Who's I Who's mean, the guy who stopped but, running? Who I was The yeah, game was on the Timo other Perez. day. Was it Jay Payton? Oh, Timo, Timo Perez, Perez, yes. Timo Perez thrown out on a ball that... Jay uh, Payton again, hit it? I'd sound... 
Yeah, that sounds right. Was or was it Zeal? Zeal? I don't remember. I think it was Zeal. Yeah, I, I know it was Timo Perez who was thrown out. I mean, I was only seven years old in that series. So, uh, but but look, well, it would. This is very different for me because last year, last year took a lot out of me as a Mets fan because it looked like all right, they're going to win the division, and then they just melt horribly, melt like that melt to me because like the 2007 melt that happened so quickly. You're like, what the hell just happened here? And if they made the playoffs, they would have lost to Colorado in the NLDS. If they were in the Philly slot, they would have lost to the Rockies in 07. Because Colorado had won 22 or 23 and then marched their way to the World Series. That collapse last year hurt because watching a division rival that wasn't even that good last year win the World Series sucked. Uh, but I, this is a different team. It's a different bull, uh, build. And, and the team that the Mets just played, we talked about this earlier. Having an adult in the room matters this year. And Walter with the Mets, Melvin with the Padres, we've seen the results already for those two teams. The Mets are the best. This is the best Mets team since 06, especially this early in the season. And the Padres, the Padres are, are, are 13 games over 500. And I don't expect either of those teams to collapse like last year because you actually have adults who know how to manage at the major league level leading those teams. Last one before we go, Judge. How long till he's minus for MVP? Because I was, I said even at three to one the other day, it was a little like Otani last year. Hey, it's not the best number, it's nothing sexy, but uh, you know, three to one still a pretty good price because he's probably going to win it. Now he's around even money's plus one twenty five here at Bet Rivers. That's pretty much the consensus price, barring a significant injury, which hey, he's had, but anyone could have. He's been pretty healthy here the last couple years. I know Alvarez is coming on, but uh, seems like it's Judge. Judge's award to lose just because the Yankees probably going to win a hundred games. The narrative of the contract, you know, he's he's in New York. There's a lot working for him. Plus, he's never won before. And the, the time he came close, 2017, he he could have won that award. You could have made the case for him statistically. Then we find out Altuve was pretty much cheating. He, he was cheating. Uh, so I think there will be a little sentimentality to get to judge. I think it all lines up here for the judge for judge to hit 55 homers here and, and win this award. Yeah, I would say judge should be odds on within the next two weeks if this keeps up. Maybe even sooner. Alvarez, actually, more so than the two Angels at this point. And, uh, look, Otani, obviously, is, ba- is modern-day Babe Ruth, but he hasn't been good this year. No. He OPS under 800, ERA near four. That's not MVP caliber, unfortunately, for him. And, and Trout is now dealing with an injury. So, yeah, I think Jordan is probably the one guy you got to watch out for. And if Judge stays healthy, it might already be too much ground for Jordan to make up. Yeah, and Jose Ramirez have an incredible Plays year. Plays in the wrong city. Yes. Bad team. No juice to that city. Nobody's talking about him. So, yeah, I'm with you. I think it's uh, I think it's Judge's Award to lose. Jeff, appreciate you coming on. Enjoy the games tonight. What what bets we got for tonight? Anything? No, I'm laying low tonight, Will. I'm laying low. I gotta I gotta I, I gotta I gotta I gotta take a little bit of a breather after after doing my uh my tour through the multiple states that you were asking if I was running for national office this morning. I need to take a little break, reset and get back in the Nevada betting state of mind as opposed okay. to the new age state of mind, which as unfortunate as it is, it's two different things still here in 2022. It's crazy. All right. Let everyone know where can they find you? You got, you're hosting a numbers game tomorrow on Twitter yep. at Jeff Parles. Let everyone know are you doing point spread Saturday. This no, week? I, uh, I'll be, I'll be off this week of point spread and then uh, back uh, producing for Gail Monday through Friday next week. And then I don't know what my schedule is. I have to check what, uh, what, uh, what our boss over at Beeson sent, uh, for the schedule next week, it all changes because, because uh, as you know, Will, once you hit June, especially when the when the Stanley Cup Final and the NBA Finals are done, 
everyone takes a break before the 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 six and a half month grind that is the football season comes. Oh, I know, Gil. Yeah, Gil's somewhere in a speedo right now by a beach <laughs> with a, with a drink in his hand. Uh, you know, watching Ega matches from from years past. So I I know all about it. <laughs> Absolutely. So thanks for having me, Will. It's always fun to hop. All on. right, Jeff. We'll do it again soon. All right. Well, that'll do it. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you to Jeff Parles. We'll be back Monday. Hopefully, when we're back, we're talking about either Game Seven of the Eastern Conference Finals or. Who knows? Game one of the Stanley Cup finals with the Rangers and the Avalanche. Hopefully we're not talking about Avalanche Lightning game one. It's, look, if that's a series, I'm not sure how much time we're going to spend on that, to be honest. So uh, we'll root for the Rangers tonight. I do think their season's on the line. I don't think they'll win game six. So big one tonight. Hey, best two out of three. You got two of the three at home. So root for the Rangers tonight. A big sports weekend with the NBA finals, Belmont, all the baseball. So be back Monday. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe. You can go to Spotify, leave a five-star review. Apple, leave a review. We would appreciate it. We'll be back Monday. This is the New York City Cats presented by Bet River Sportsbook.